Hello, assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I was wondering if I should do um, an episode specifically on the weather conditions and on, you know, what's going on nowadays. But I know that most of my subscribers, the very few that I have, are more interested in my um, current affairs and political-oriented subjects. But nevertheless, nevertheless, um, this is out there for those who are subscribed to my actual podcast on Red Circle because I know that they actually would love to listen to the non-political, the everyday life um, shenanigans as well. So here it goes. Um, it is cold. It's freaking cold. You can see the um, severity of the weather all over the world, basically. As we know, um, the past eight years or so the weather has been changing drastically and although because of covid it seemed as if the earth was resetting itself the weather conditions were resetting themselves back to the um more normal times that we knew but um the weather has actually become extremely harsh um these two years um i think it's basically the wrath of god when it comes to our country and i think it's the wrath of our own land our soil against the illegal government that has encroached upon our soil and is constantly committing treason. Um, but, you know, so as you know, if you look at it on the on a scientific level or, or a geographical level, then our country was expected to be, um, you know, under the earthquake zone very soon because we're on the plate. So even though we never really had earthquakes before as such, with such frequency, now, as you know, we frequently have them. Plus, it did not help that the American uh, companies, when America was trying to invade Afghanistan, um, then it illegally drilled and mined a lot in Afghanistan to steal the resources and all that extremely deep excavations the drilling the mining they too caused a sort of an um a more frequent earthquakes you can say because of the ruptures because afghanistan and pakistan are both basically um on the tectonic plates then we have now got extreme cold it's extremely cold and it's very bad it's very bad because it's what people refer to as dry cold where there are no rains to break through um so it's rainless it's been rainless since last month um and it has been extremely cold since last month now the previous years we saw that the winter seemed to be shifting towards january february instead of being normally november december so first um, we thought that finally it had become normal because winter actually started um, at the end of November and was in full swing by December and it's January and it's still extremely cold. But the abnormality here is that there is no rain. Um, normally it should have rained at least three to four times. Now as we know it rained too much, way too much um, during the monsoon season which is expected. So we had floodings. And now it's not raining at all, so now people are praying for rain. As you know, as Muslims, we have specific prayers for rain. Also, as Muslims, we need to remember that God did say that a time would come when people would be so corrupt on earth and everything that is wrong would be right. 
and everything that is right would be wrong. And the number of bad people would outnumber the number of good people and that the meaning of a good person would be at the end of the day such a person who would just think to himself in his mind that this is not right. He wouldn't even be able to say it out loud because the whole world would think that all that is wrong is normal. And when such a time would come then one of the signs of God's um, wrath would be that it would cease to rain, that rains will not come easily and it will only rain for the sake of the plants and the animals that God cares for. So we have seen this in the past, in the past eight to ten years at least, in fact more, a little over ten years, we have seen that rains have been either torrential or they have been next to none um, and we have literally had to beg for rain. And if it did rain indeed, it rained mainly where there were wildlife, plants, you know, fauna, flora. But in many cities, it wouldn't rain. Or in partial areas of cities, it wouldn't rain, while in other, in other parts of the same area, it would rain. So it has been like that. Um, if we move again back from religious or spiritual point of view to... Um, the geographical aspect, then we can see that climate change, you know, global warming, which would, which was already theorized that it would pertain to harsh weather, we can see that. Um, the summers are extremely harsh, the winter has also become once again extremely harsh, and it's foggy. So although we call it dry winter because there's no rain, but actually there's a lot of moisture. There's a lot of moisture in the air, which is obviously why we have so much fog. And people are getting sick. And one of them is my mum, who does not seem to realize that there are so many things that she shouldn't be doing. And she does these absolutely ridiculous, stupendous things. Seriously. And then she ends up getting sick and then she says, oh, I don't know. And, you know, seriously, look at your health, look at your age, look at the climate, you know, and for God's sake, stop doing stupid things. So now my mother has been, um, she's been nauseous since yesterday. And then today too, um, you know, she just couldn't, because she's also diabetic, but she wouldn't stop eating sweet things. So her sugar level had increased and then she was nauseous also because she had uh, become really, really cold because she wouldn't stop going out for her morning walks and meeting up with her friends despite the fact that it is too cold. It's so cold that many people have actually stopped activities. You know, um, many people who were uh, indulging in regular activities, they've stopped those activities because of the extreme cold. In fact, it was so cold yesterday that at night it went all the way down to 4 degrees. And today, the whole day, it was basically shifting between 6 and 7 degrees and has become lower again. I wouldn't be surprised if tonight will again drop to 4. So, and then, you know, and then we had these maids or the help, as people now like to call them. Um when they saw that my mother was in no condition to actually notice what was going on 
um, it was a mother and daughter who had recently, we had recently employed because our previous help, um, she got sick and she couldn't come anymore. So she brought them in her stead and she gave her guarantee, you know, and I told my mother that I don't care who gives what guarantee, but we cannot trust anybody blindly. So let's just be careful. But uh, my mother was in no condition, but she still wanted them to, you know, go ahead and clean the house and stuff. And then my father was in the room. And then when he came out, then my mother suddenly sat up and asked, where's my mobile? And the the help, as I said, there were two of them, this mother and daughter duo. The mother was like, um, why don't you just call on the mobile? You'll find out where it is. And then they f- when my dad dialed the number, they found that the mobile was hidden behind a cushion. So nobody obviously would do that except the maid. And it seemed that the maid's mother also suddenly realized what her daughter was trying to do. So my dad was like, okay, here's your money for all the days you've worked. Thank you so much. Please leave. So they left. And you know, this is how it is. This is how people are. As I told you in one of my, um, those of you who are subscribed to my YouTube, um, in one of my vlogs, I had mentioned the fact that, you know, um, people are no longer honest or trustworthy in Pakistan. This is a fact. I don't care what people like to say, but in my experience, um, I have found people to be extremely, extremely dishonest, unreliable, and not trustworthy. So I, for one, don't trust people. But again, you see, that's the thing. We, uh, the, the way houses are made in Pakistan, the way we make and build our houses, um, we cannot do without a help. We need somebody who can come and help with cleaning and stuff. Um, so... They know that we need them, and they try to um, take advantage of that. So, especially nowadays with the crisis, thanks to the illegal government, now they've got an even better excuse to go to people's homes and try to steal anything and everything they can get their hands on. And as I said, the the government is actually, um, the army, the establishment, they're actually encouraging street crime. They have, in fact hired um, criminals to indulge in street crime in Lahore, which was one of the safest cities of Pakistan, where we could hardly ever imagine about, you know, Karachi has always been prone to street crime. And that is, again, because of the kind of governance that Sindh has always had. We've had PPP there and we've had MKM there. They're both the worst parties ever to govern a state. And their main idea of governing a state is to keep crime rate on the high so that people should always live in fear of their lives. But this was never the case in Punjab. Punjab was always one of the safest places. The, the northern areas of Pakistan are extremely safe, touch wood. Um, they're like you've gone to a completely different planet. They are extremely safe. Um, but in certain parts of Punjab, there is crime, but never the way it is in Karachi, and never street crime, not like that. But recently, um, there has also been a rise in street crime in Lahore, and people are now beginning to say um, that Lahore is becoming Karachi. But again, this is something I predicted. The The very day they 
ousted Imran Khan the very day they took control. Um, I have mentioned it time and again that now you will see a pattern coming of street crime, of uh, a crisis, and so that they can declare an emergency and then, you know, say goodbye to elections um, in case their plans, because originally they never planned to have an election. They wanted to um, officially claim dictatorship. But America, their master, has warned them that we have to pretend to be a democracy, just like how India um, manipulated the elections in Bangladesh. All the opponents of Hasina Wajid were killed, and Hasina Wajid suddenly became democratically elected in Bangladesh, despite the fact that actually nobody voted for her. <clears throat> so they want to present the same scenario here. But let's see where it goes. But the main thing is that it is freaking cold right now. And they have deliberately created a shortage in, in gas. And as you know, <clears throat> we have 200 years worth of gas reserves and even more of petroleum because we've never been allowed to exploit our petroleum. But we have exploited our natural gas but again, not enough. So we have at least 200 years worth of gas. So they're deliberately creating a shortage. They're deliberately creating a crisis. I think all over the world you will see that in most countries, in America, in the UK, in Europe, in other countries, governments are creating shortages and crises because they are preparing to go to war. And they are forcing their people to prepare for war. So they are creating a situation, you know, wherein they are basically hoarding reserves and they're hoarding uh, supplies and utilities, taking away from their people and keeping it from themselves because they are preparing for war. So in this cold, we are still having load shedding of electricity, despite the fact that we produce more electricity than we actually consume. So we're basically wasting a lot of that electricity. So we have load shedding. And we now, they have created a deliberate gas shortage. So people are extremely cold because, and they've increased the prices. Obviously, they've increased the bills of both gas and electricity again. Um, and gas has always been extremely cheap in Pakistan, obviously, because we produce our own gas. But they have now increased its rate 10 times. 10 times. So where we would normally get 200 rupees, 500 rupees, now people are getting minimum, minimum 2,000, 3,000. And in general, they are trying to actually steal so much from people um, that they have fabricated bills for up to 60,000, 50,000. And gas can never be worth 50,000, 60,000, no matter how much you use it. So you're not getting gas, but you're paying 10 times the amount for it, or 50 times the amount for it, or even 100 times the amount for it, depending on whatever comes to their mind. Similarly, you're not using the phone, your landline, but... PTCL keeps on increasing the amount and despite the fact that you have a freedom package which means unlimited calls for free within that fixed rate but still they are adding those calls as extra calls 
and they are adding it all to the bill, increasing your actual rate. So you've got corruption by every single government body. You've got corruption in the sui gas, you've got corruption in Vabda, you've got corruption in PTCL. And your government is already corrupt as it is. Your army is corrupt, your bureaucracy is corrupt, your establishment is corrupt, and you're living amongst traitors. So traitors have hijacked your country and they've taken you hostage. It's as simple as that. Why? Because Britain and America never wanted Pakistan to be a sovereign state. Amazing how the world works. So here we are in this extreme cold. And in fact, seriously, in this cold, it doesn't matter how warm the inverter makes your room, you still, you know, feel slightly cold. And it's strange, but the kind of heat that a gas heater gives you, um, an electric heater somehow just doesn't do it. Or maybe it's just in our minds because we're so used to using gas heaters. So even though <clears throat> we use electric heaters, we use the inverters, um, but somehow we just don't feel um, so warm and cozy, you know. I think it's also because, you know, when a gas heater is on, it sort of sucks the moisture out of the air. So um, it leaves you feeling dry, warm and cozy. Whereas inverters and electric heaters, they usually don't do that. So you still feel that moisture in the air, you know, at least that's my logic. I might be wrong, but there we are. Um, so on one side you have, as I said, this is a global phenomena uh, going on um, with regards to extreme weather. So right now, at this very moment, it is snowing in Canada or should I say at this day, at this today it is it was snowing in Canada and there was a snowstorm. And then in America there is a storm going on where it's been raining for two to three days and it's storming right now. And here in Lahore, it is extremely cold that it's dropping all the way up to four degrees from and it's generally between six and seven degrees you're lucky if it goes up to 12 degrees um so so i mean this is the extreme weather conditions that you can see all over the world um in europe too it's really cold i know but i mean this year is has started off pretty harsh i would say climatically speaking and generally, for the people all over the world, um, it is true that it had begun last year. But, you know, we're starting off this year not on a good note, is what I'm trying to say. So, we're kind of starting it off rocky. And it's not a good start, that's all. In, in any way, uh, with regards to the weather, with regards to the general economic conditions, the social conditions, all of the world. And obviously we have America to thank for. I mean, America's just dying to have a war. It's just dying to push the whole world into a war. I don't know what it's going to get out of it. 
except that it's shooting itself on its own foot. Seriously, talk about stupidity. But I mean, just because of one or two countries, the whole world is once again going to suffer. Just because of one or two countries. So here we are, starting off the new year. That just proves our point that our civilization is regressing. Uh, so this new year is even worse than the last year. There we are. I hope everybody is safe, sound, and healthy wherever you are. I hope all those who are not well get well soon, including my mother. I hope her nausea goes away. I hope the cold that has somehow seeped into her bones um, sort of goes away. And I hope she feels better tomorrow, that she's actually able to eat or drink something. And I hope nobody else gets sick. This is me. Um, before I say this is me signing out, let me say I hope all of you have a very, very safe and warm winter. But keep in mind the Palestinians and the Kashmiris who are right now not having a good time at all. Imagine that for us right now it's difficult. So imagine what life is for them. Let's try to do our bit and make the world slightly better. Although, to be honest, it's just going to get worse and worse. But at least we should know it shouldn't be worse because of us. That's all we can do. So this is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.